following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostic Sug, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Pepsi, The Rick House, Taft Taft and Hagler, and tiebreakers. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Okay, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into our show. A disappointing Pirate Sports Weekend for sure. East Carolina following the Navy by the final of 10 to nothing. And then in basketball, opening up the Town Bank Holiday Classic with the uh, loss in that first game. So uh, just a tough, tough weekend. And then the news from, uh, I guess it was late Sunday morning when the announcement came that uh, Coach Houston and Donnie Kirkpatrick will go separate ways. Uh, at the end of the season, Coach Kirkpatrick will uh, still stay on for this week, the finale against Tulsa, but uh, just just tough sledding right now for that Pirate offense. The Pirate offense is certainly broken. Donnie Kirkpatrick wasn't the uh, only problem with that offense for sure, but obviously uh, somebody had to take the fall, and Coach Kirkpatrick is the first one of many changes, I would say, in the offseason for uh, that Pirate offense. But we'll talk more about that coming up later on in the show. Ryan Robinson joins us first of all, Executive Associate AD and the Pirate Club Executive Director. He's going to talk all things uh, NIL, MTE, all kinds of initial that we'll go through with Ryan Robinson. In the back half, we'll uh, continue our look at high school football and the playoffs. We've got Brent Wooten scheduled to be with us and Jeff Craddock Wooten from Havelock. Havelock beat Rose last week to advance to round four, and uh, Jeff Craddock and company won again, beating Southeast Halifax. So we'll talk high school football in the back half hour. When you're practicing on Thanksgiving, it's always a great, great season. We'll talk about that. But we've got lots of East Carolina talk to get to. We'll also have your questions and comments on our Facebook Live page. If you have anything for Ryan or myself, please feel free to uh, jot us a note. Back with Ryan Robinson after this. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft Taft and Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of the Brian Bailey Show and the Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! Let me show you what goes on behind the scenes when making a shakaroni. Bust. We created shakaroni my way. An extra large pizza topped with extra cheese and extra pepperoni. It's a simple recipe. We take everything you love, then we build it bigger. Pizza gets bigger when you shakaroni. Hey, Pirate fans. Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at PapaJohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's. Better ingredients. Better pizza. Go Pirates. Hurry in now for our best Black Friday extra. Extravaganza ever at Bustic Sub Furniture. Once a year savings on exciting looks for your entire home. Plus, a discount equal to two times the sales tax. Black Friday deals and steals on Bassett, Lazy Boy, and Kincaid. You'll only find at Bostic Sub. Plus, six months special financing or up to 60 months special financing. It's more than a sale. It's the Black Friday Extravaganza. And it's going on now at Bustic Sub Furniture. It's bow time. Chicken or biscuits? That's an impossible choice. How can you decide between Bojangles' perfectly crispy, boldly seasoned chicken or their fluffy, made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits? Well, the good news is you don't have to. With a Cajun chicken filet biscuit, you get the best of both worlds. An all-white meat chicken breast marinated with a bold blend of seasonings and served up on a fluffy, golden buttermilk biscuit. When it comes to real-deal southern flavor, there's no reason you can't have it all. Order a Cajun chicken filet biscuit today. It's bow time. Hey, Pirate Nation, I'm head men's basketball coach Mike Schwartz. And I'm Kim McNeil, head coach of your defending American Athletic Conference champion women's basketball team. Basketball season is just around the corner, and we're looking forward to another exciting season on the hardwood. We need Pirate Nation to pat Menji's Coliseum by purchasing your season tickets today. Call 1-800-DIAL-ECU or visit ecupirates.com to get yours now. Thanks, and go Pirates! 
The best place to go before hitting the water is Pirate Waters Outfitters in Washington. This is Captain Bo Brooks, and at Pirate Waters Outfitters is the store with the clothing you need to enjoy the outdoors. Shop the best outdoor brands like Gut Camp, Marshware, AFCO, and Foul Weather Gear by Grundon. Enhance your on-the-water fun with a turtle box speaker, a pair of Mejia sunglasses, or Smithy cast iron cookware. Pirate Water Outfitters on Market Street in downtown Washington, right next door to Breaking Bread, and also on Facebook and Instagram. This is former ECU baseball player and mayor of Greenville, PJ Connolly, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this. It wasn't a winning Monday, was it? A tough, tough weekend for for the Pirates, as we said, going to break. Just a very disappointing outing up in Annapolis, falling 10 to nothing, a 7 nothing game midway through the fourth quarter, and then a, a bad play on a punt, a uh, fumble on a punt, and that gave uh, Navy a field goal to go up 10 nothing, and that was insurmountable with the way the Pirate offense was playing. And uh, We saw some of the ramifications of that with the announcement yesterday that Donnie Kirkpatrick and uh, Coach Mike Houston would go separate ways at the end of the football season. So Coach Houston will be in the market for a new offensive coordinator. Uh, one game to go, the uh, Tulsa Golden Hurricane come to town, and uh, just a disappointing uh, season, and it all ends coming up on Saturday. But still, you, you got to move forward, and we got Ryan Robinson on with us, Executive Associate AD at East Carolina Pirate Club Executive Director, uh, because uh, in introducing you, Ryan, I'm confused on stuff like NIL and and Pirate Club, and what's the difference, and where does the money go, and so I thought, hey, I'll get Ryan on. He can explain it to everybody. But uh, Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to the show, Brian. And, and you're right; it's been uh, it's been a tough couple of stretch for the Pirates this last, you know, I know football, but the last week or so with, uh, you know, we had a tough loss last night in basketball, and it really it, it it bothers me. I know it bothers John. I think a lot of it too, Brian, is because you know people, you know. They're making a decision to support ECU athletics, and they're spending their hard-earned money. And, man, I do not take that lightly. And, uh, you know, trying to do everything we can to be successful because that that's what makes this place special. I tell every person, every one of my peers that asks me about ECU is is the support you receive. So, uh, you know, we got to get back get back going. we got a great other opportunity with basketball today. But um, you're right. You know, NIL has uh, – it's changed the landscape, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. And and you know, it's it's like if 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 I'm I'm Joe Smith and I've got some money to give to East Carolina, you know, there are several choices you have to make. I mean, if if you give money to the Pirate Club, do you give money to the indoor practice facility that, that you guys are trying to build? Do you give money to the NIL? And and it's just it's just so many possibilities. And how does it all flow? How does it all work? So when somebody comes to you, Ryan, and, and says, "Hey, I'm new in town, but I want to get behind this this East Carolina program. I believe in you guys." You know, I don't have a whole lot of money, but I've got some. Uh, what do I do with it? What do you tell them? I, Brian, I already had that question twice this morning, <laughs> talking to donors. Sorry, fighting a little bit of cold. Uh, well, it, it's a it's a question everybody's at. It's not just East Carolina related uh, around the country. I think the best thing I tell them is, you know, there's all these different buckets, and whichever one you choose to support, you're supporting the Pirates. <laughs> Team Boneyard uh, is vital. You know, the, the collective started. Um, obviously, that is not, uh, you know, we don't run that at ECU, but that is a vital part of college athletics right now is and Team Boneyard for ECU. But I also say just local businesses getting involved with our student-athletes. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, these hotels and a lot of things are full, you know, for a football home game. And even during the week, you know, we got, we'll talk about it in a minute, but we got this town bank classic that's going on right now and i mean hotels are full because of that you know with visiting teams so it, it's it's an all-encompassing deal you know brian obviously we need the annual support for scholarships i mean our scholarship bill is over seven million dollars so we have an annual fund you're right we have a facility the indoor facility that uh, we do need built uh and our donors you know we've stepped up and we're in a really good place with that but the nil has kind of added another another bucket what I tell people is just do what you're comfortable with, but know you're supporting the Pirates by doing one of those. 
Um, and we're never, I think John wrote it in his letter this week, we're not going to lead the country in NIL, and that <clears throat> that's fine. Uh, NIL is very important. It's not everything. You know, what I like to tell people is ECU has a lot to offer, too, to prospective student-athletes, you know, our fan base. We have great resources, great facilities. You get a first-class education, and I don't think there's any better place to live. So we have a lot to offer. We do have to compete in the NIL game, and we are competing. Uh, the, the group of Team Boneyard has, has been unbelievable putting this together, and they're not making any money off of it. A lot of these other collectives, you know, they're paying people a pretty good salary to run it. So uh, I just urge people to, uh, if they have any money, extra money, um, whatever they're comfortable with, to, to give, you know, whether it's Pirate Club, the campaign, Team Boneyard. But I think, Brian, it's going to be a continual thing that we're trying to navigate through. And we're not alone. I think that's most important. I mean, every school is dealing with this. We're taking your questions and comments on our Facebook Live page, and uh, Charles has uh, asked a question. The question is, can we designate NIL money to a certain sport? So if I'm going to go to give NIL money, you know, do I call the Boneyard Initiative and say, look, I've got X amount of dollars and I want it to go to baseball. Can you do that or football or whatever? Yes. Yes, you can do that. You know, I get a lot of questions saying, oh, why can't you do it through the Pirate Club? There, There's a lot of talk behind the scenes, I think, in the country that, um, you know, I don't know if it'll ever end up being associated with an athletic department or with their fundraising arm. But, yeah, you could call Team Boneyard, reach out to them via email on their website, and you can designate any sport. I mean, we had um, we had a donor last year that did something with our lacrosse team. Uh, so really, any any sport, any team. Obviously, you know when you look at football uh, and men's basketball, the NIL is a major part of it. And I talk to some of our student athletes here in those respective sports, and and they'll tell you when a recruit gets on campus, uh, you know, it used to be the first question probably Brian was, where do you live and how are the girls now? It's hey, uh, you all do pretty well in NIL. So it's like that conversation has changed. So we've got to be competitive on that front. But, yeah, you can support any sport at ECU through the collective. Um, or, you know, we have a website, you know, our Sabre website on ecupirates.com allows you to get involved with any student athlete. Um, we have a lot of local businesses that do – sometimes they're small deals, but those are impactful. Um, I love it for the kids because they're getting an opportunity to, um, to kind of learn about business. So, so if someone comes up and says, okay, I've got uh, $50,000 and I want it to go to lacrosse, uh, they give the money. Do they get some kind of information that says it went to lacrosse and what it went for in lacrosse or who it went to and, and that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, Team Boneyard would be more probably better on that. But, like, yeah, they'll get something. I think, uh, you know, some of the kids are set up uh, monthly um, where they get something monthly from a local business. But they're all doing stuff, too, you know. Um, I just saw, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, you know, Ezra Zar did a, you know, a Thanksgiving deal. A lot of these kids are going out and speaking to groups. Uh, we got some that are doing commercials. So, you know, that's the most important thing is they're doing something, uh, to receive the money. And, uh, that's a large part of it. And, you know, one of the things at ECU, we're going to do it by the rules. And, you know, the collective is very, uh, involved with our compliance to make sure they're doing everything right too. All right, Jared writes in and says, "Where are we sitting with the capital campaign for the indoor practice uh, baseball expansion? Where are you there?" Well, just got out of a meeting on that, and you know, right now we're probably we hope by the end of the year we will have nineteen, maybe nineteen and a half million committed to the indoor facility, and then. You know, cash in hand, we're we're in a really good place. I think, Brian, what we're trying to finalize, you know, hopefully in the next couple months is how much that project's going to cost. I'd say if you look across the country for uh, one that, you know, you want to get done, that's it's probably in that 23 to 25 million range. So we're in a really good place there. We'd like to kind of be able to move forward with it. Um, we're obviously continuing to fundraise. Uh, our support has been incredible. For this building, you know, I look at somebody like Van and Jennifer Isley to step up and do a $5 million gift, really uh, put us over the top. And, and you have to remember, we've really only been fundraising for it for a year and a half. 
and like total campaign will probably be by the end of the year close to thirty million dollars in a year and a half and and that's just a credit to our supporters um i mean it's it's unbelievable I think in baseball still trying to figure out how much the total cost would be, but at baseball we're at about four point three four point five million that's been committed. Uh, thanks, very generous gift from Dick and Sarah Bennett for the name on the building, you know, a million-dollar gift. So um, we're in a really good place with those. I, it's hard to really say when we're going to put a shovel in the ground. Uh, obviously, indoor is a little bit further along right now because we've still got some money coming in, and that's something, that, you know, that we want to get done. We want to get done for baseball. Fliff has been unbelievable in his fundraising to help us as well. So I would say both those projects are uh, in a really, really good spot heading into 2024. So you still don't have any idea, though, when you can actually put, a, as you said, put a shovel in the ground, break ground on, on that indoor practice facility? No, but I mean, you know, you obviously would love to break ground next year. Uh, John probably uh, look at me funny, but I think that's cool <laughs> uh, is to try to get something, break ground, and uh, get it built. It, I'm learning a lot about you know, construction costs too of, of, you know, longer you wait, the prices seem to go up. Yeah. So, um, we, we've got to continue to fundraise, which we will. Um, you know, we knew starting this, Brian, uh, that, you know, this is probably, I think it's my third year as a pirate club executive director that we had to fundraise and try to get a hundred percent of the money. And that's what we were able to do with Minji's, but that's fully paid for all the seats, the lights, so we know now in the position we're in, we can't take on any more debt. And, um, you know, I, I look at it as a challenge. I know our staff does too. So uh, we're going to continue to plug at it, but I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. All right, Kenny sends in a question, and I've heard this from a number of people, so maybe you can you can you know, set the record straight on this, but a lot of people say, hey, why don't you get a bubble dome, which would be a lot cheaper, and then put the other money towards the NIL or anything else you need. Has there been any talk of changing the plan to go with something that's less expensive? No, and I think you have to – there's a couple things on that. First of all, you got to build a structure that, um, you know, basically that you can practice in lightning, you know, inclement weather. But, you know, we need an indoor facility here. I'm not saying, uh, listen, I get it that some people will say move the money elsewhere. But that's, I don't know really how to, I don't know what people mean by that. Like, people are giving money to a project. You know, they obviously can give money to Team Boneyard, and I Anybody that wants to get a team boneyard, I'm 100% for it. So it's really two different things. Um, this indoor facility is going to impact all of our sports. I mean, if you drive by here during the fall or spring, you'll see the amount of sports that are on the auxiliary turf field that we have now. So they're going to position into to the indoor. And, you know, we're at an age now where, you know, you're, you're kind of looking at the, the arms race in a way of, you know, what your peers have as well. Um, and we, we need an indoor facility here. And there are certain people that, that don't want to support that. And I completely respect that, Brian, if they don't want to support it, man, support team boneyard, something else. But, um, we're, we're moving forward with the indoor and we feel really good about the conversations we've had uh, with the donors that are supporting. Obviously we need more support for it and, and we'll fight for it. But, no, there has not been uh, really internal discussions about going with, you know, a bubble. I know Cincinnati had that. Cincinnati's now building a, you know, a state-of-the-art indoor building. And we're not trying to build the, you know, the 30 to $35 million or $40 million. I mean, it's going to be a bare-bones building that, uh, unfortunately, the cost is is high. Yeah, I was going to say, we uh, had a chance to tour the one in Houston a couple of years ago just to, to kind of look around and, and to see what that one's like. And there's so many around the country. And, and as you said, you, you have to almost keep up with the Joneses as far as an, an indoor facility is concerned. East Carolina has needed an indoor facility for a number of years, haven't they? Yeah, they have. You know, it's tough some days. And, you know, and you see your football team, you know, trying to hold a Thursday practice in Minji's Coliseum. Um, it's not a great look. Um, and that's just something that, you know, we knew John knew when he took over 
there were a couple things. We needed a new weight room to be renovated, and we needed a new turf practice field. And, you know, John was able to get that done right away. And, you know, the indoor, we're, we're going to raise the money for it. So uh, it's something that's going to come to fruition. I think our fans, you know, when you drive down Charles Boulevard and you see it, uh, I don't, you know, any recruit that comes here, they're going to look at that. It's going to be a wow factor. I know you've seen some of the designs. Um, it's going to be a massive building that is going to impact um, all of our sports. So we're excited about it. But, again, there's more fundraising that needs to be done. How long will it take to build it? Have you had any idea with that? Because once you, once you do break ground, you get going on, how long will it take? I would say it's going to take every bit of a year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm not a construction expert, but uh, it's probably going to take you know 10 to 12 months. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, but it's going to take a little bit of time. But uh, the good news is that you're on the right track. Uh, the bad news is you're not going to be able to break ground just yet, but uh, that's apparently just around the corner. I tell you, some of the, some of the positives around Menzies Coliseum, the purple seats in the lower bowl really have enhanced, and the lights have enhanced Menzies Coliseum, haven't it? Yeah, I was talking to uh, – it was funny watching – I stayed and watched the second game of the – town bank holiday classic yesterday and a lot of georgia southern and northeastern and other parents were were common it really has you know and i think i've had a lot of comments about well there's some empty seats i think too it's early in the season as we start to get i mean we have a lot of a lot of pirate club supporters they can't make every game but we've received nothing but but compliments about it you know some people have asked will you will you do the other side I'd love to eventually do the other side. You know, you're talking about seven, eight hundred thousand dollar projects, so it's not it's not cheap. But it also helps. I mean, it, it will help our revenue this year for for basketball. And uh, I'm really looking forward. We're going to get we got coming up with some unbelievable basketball games. With you know, if you have, I know you know this, but Wilmington is really really good. They'll be in here next Thursday. We got our men playing South Carolina. Our women are going to play. You know, I think they're number one in the country, women's basketball team. So there's going to be some exciting times ahead in Menjis, and that really looks good. Having it paid for, Brian, that's the, that's the best part for me. All right, more questions coming in. Jay writes in, are we considering putting LED lighting in the football stadium at some point? How much would it cost for the football stadium to go with LED lighting? Yeah, it's definitely a consideration. I don't know the exact cost. Obviously, it's it's expensive. <laughs> I think what we have to be careful of is like our, our donors and pirate club members are, they're spending, you know, I'd say a large majority are spending more money than they've ever spent with ECU. And I have a lot of respect for that. I don't ever take that for granted every day that I come here and be able to kind of lead the pirate club. I mean, they are spending money. We are getting the support. So there are a lot of things that we want. I think, um, Sometimes we got to worry about what we need, and and that's not only myself, administration, coaches. I think we all got to remember that um, this is a pretty, pretty great place to work and compete. And our resources, uh, we have really good resources. I always, you know, I, I spend a lot of time talking to opposing ads or coaches when they come in and play us. And you know, in any sport, they're 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 raving about our facilities. So I think sometimes I got to take a step back and realize that we have great resources here and a great fan base, but some of that stuff is it's down the road. I mean, one of the things, Brian, that we've got to get done in the next four or five years, that's a necessity or probably, you know, next two or three years is, you know, the team's building. We've outgrown that, you know, when, when lacrosse was added, um, you know, we don't have, we are very space limited in the teams building. We're going to have to figure out a plan that we're working through right now where something has got to be built to, to house all of our teams out there. And, and that's an important deal, you know, and, and swimming this year, we, you know, we, we added a swimming new swimming locker room that was, uh, it was past needed. Uh, it had to be done. So all we got a lot of stuff on the radar, but at the end of the day, you know, we do also got to be successful on the field and, on the court and and everywhere that that plays a large role and really helps in fundraising as well 
And Scales Fieldhouse, uh, you would have to think that that place, the days are numbered for Scales Fieldhouse, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I would say those days are, those days are numbered. Um, you know, and again, there's a lot of people that are working in that building and trying to figure out, okay, where you're going to put them. So, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of things on the radar. We, we just spent two hours in kind of a facilities meeting talking about some different projects. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things going on, but like I said, uh, we're in a really good place with our facilities. Uh, I think one of the things recruits love the most is how everything is right together. I hear that a lot from student athletes that we have here and prospective student athletes, whether it's, you know, you're going right from the weight room to basketball, now baseball and the, and, the, you know, soccer and lacrosse. They've got a. They've also got a weight room right beside them. So that new weight room has been a huge hit, and it was something we needed because you're kind of outgrowing the main weight room that we had. All right, another question is coming in, and we'll get to the MTE, the uh, multiple team event, the Town Bank Holiday Classic. But John writes in and says, "Are plans being talked about already for the Pigskin Pigout weekend? The weather canceled the last year. COVID got in a couple of years before that, and that used to be a huge event uh, in Greenville and for East Carolina football. But what about the Pigskin Pigout? Yeah, it's coming back. I think you know we, we talked about kind of forming a committee to really get." an idea of how, if we're going to do it, let's let's make it big. Now, I think one of the issues that we're lucky here in Greenville is the pigs can pick out because I think if you talk to a lot of schools around the country, spring games are now becoming, they're just not as well attended uh, for whatever reason. Um, I think, you know, attendance, listen, attendance across the country is, is down for, for sporting events. You got fancy TVs and nice big couches and, uh, that you can buy over at Boston Sug Furniture. You've got uh, a lot of different things that you can do, but the pigs can pick out. We want to have it. Uh, we have been just been bit by the weather and COVID because it is one of the coolest things that we do here. I mean, I love it. So we're going to work. We're trying to work and figure out when the spring game is going to be. I'm hoping that we'll have that in the next couple weeks, uh, along with our – we'll also have our opponents – for football in 2024, our conference opponents. So I think a lot of that news will be coming out in December as we move forward. But, yeah, you can count on the pigs can pig out. Oh, we've got basketball going on tonight. Six o'clock start time for Georgia Southern and East Carolina. Pirates coming off a disappointing loss, second loss in a row at home uh, for Mike Schwartz and company, but they're trying to right the ship. And it's hard, I would say, and there's two ways to look at it. It's hard to just bounce right back and, and get back on the floor, but you have to in one of these MTEs, these multiple team events. And it's the Town Bank Holiday Classic. Ryan, how did you guys get with Town Bank to have this classic? Well, I mean, I can't say enough about you know, Bob Aston, who's, you know, head of town bank and Greg Steele, the president here in Greenville town bank, uh, Greg's a basketball fan. And for them to get behind this, you know, something we, we went through, went to them along with Playfly to ask for their support. And there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, you, you're guaranteeing hotels and, uh, helping these schools, but, uh, I love it. I'm a basketball junk. I actually stayed last night. I don't know anybody that uh, if anybody did, they saw a heck of a basketball game last night between Kennesaw State and Georgia Southern. I think uh, both teams were in, in the 90s scoring. So, yeah, I think this is a good – something that we want to do. And I think, Brian, what it does, it helps to – like all the basketball schools, they'd like to get three games that they can. That's why they call these the multiple team events where you're not traveling for three games. <clears throat> Maybe you're traveling to one, you get three games. And for us to do it at home – is huge obviously um you know don't like losing uh like we did last night but i know um you know it's funny i went over there at like nine o'clock this morning there was a team doing a shoot around there's a game at three o'clock today which is uh kennesaw state and northeastern which actually be a really good basketball game so it's really cool to have here I, I love it i wish we could do it more hopefully it becomes an annual thing there are so many of these i mean you look right now there's so many games going on right now across the country with these MTEs because you want to try to get three games. It does save some money where you're not traveling as much. Um, so it's been pretty cool to have these teams in Greenville and uh, they're eating our local restaurants. They're staying at our hotels. 
there's money coming into Greenville, and that's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, I talked to the folks at uh, Tiebreakers the other night. They said one of the teams was in the other night to eat there, and that's that's you know when the whole team and the whole you know traveling party goes out to eat, that's a big check. I mean, that's that's good for the business. And and you drop Bostic Sug, one of our other great sponsors, and Britt Laughinghouse and those guys. So, uh, you, you know, it's good for everybody involved to bring these teams in. Yeah, and I think you know. It was cool. Like I, I can't. There was a. Uh, I think they were going to one of the barbecue restaurants last night. But the team, they were all excited about going. So uh, this is not a huge busy time at Greenville. That's why we wanted to do it this time of year because you know a lot of the students are. You know, I'm not going to say they're going to skip class on Monday and Tuesday, but some have already went home. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's not. It's not the busiest time at Greenville. We thought it'd be kind of cool to bring it during this time where. You know, the hotels and restaurants, I know they all need a, a little boost. And anything we do something with for our local community. And then, you you know, obviously we'll we'll have the football game on Saturday. All right, Ron, I'll put you on your soapbox, and you can uh, go to the Pirate Nation with uh, needs at East Carolina. Do you talk NIL? Do you talk facilities? Do you talk Pirate Club? Or do you talk all three? We talk all three. Yeah. And the biggest thing, I I mean, I just try to show appreciation, Brian. Like, I you know, losing in anything, we're not successful. It hurts. And I know it hurts our our fans, our, you know, our donors, any Pirate Club member. Like, uh, they, they're they spending their hard-earned money, and, and I don't take for lightly when someone makes a decision to spend their money to support ECU Athletics and the Pirate Club. Like, that is a major decision that they are making, and we can never get in the business of taking that for granted. And I have so much respect for – our fan base, I've, I've been a lot of different places, but there's just something special about this fan base and their loyalty and their passion. And we see it, you know, obviously we see it in baseball for the regional, but I also see it just trying to rally a basketball team like they did last night or against USC Upstate. And they're passionate about football, and, and they should be, and we've, we've got to get it right, and we will. And uh, my biggest thing is saying thanks, and anything they can do, to support us, we appreciate it. Um, it. It's a new era of college athletics. It really is. I mean, I feel like it changes daily, the conversations we're having now compared to four years ago. Um, they're just completely different. So I, I just say thanks. This is a unique and special place that I, I'm grateful I get to work here. All right, Robinson. It's uh, Ryan Robinson. It's uh, Thanksgiving weekend. What is Ryan Robinson most thankful for? I'm most thankful, first of all, obviously for my for my family. Um, I have some family now that's kind of moved to Southern Pines. It's been nice to be near them, and, and I'm thankful for the people I get to work with. Uh, I have some unbelievable teammates that some get the attention, some don't. But man, these people just come in here every day and just and go to work. I'm thankful for all of our staff. You know, I was thinking today about Joey Perry and our field crew and people working this NTE. And then I'm thankful for Pirate Nation. Uh, I'm thankful for the relationships I've been able to form and hopefully form more in the in the future. And and really just thankful to to have this job and to be a pirate. Uh, I'm thankful for Brian Bailey, yeah. who uh, who is a is a good man, and uh, we're thinking about you every day. Appreciate that. Uh, and just really the relationships that I've been able to form and. I ask everybody, don't take it for granted, man. I've been a lot of different places, and this place is special. I tell everybody, um, we got something really unique here. Ryan Robinson, Executive Associate AD, Pirate Club Executive Director, joining us to shed some light on NIL and the Pirate Club and that kind of thing. Ryan, thanks so much for your time on this Monday. Uh, hopefully the Pirates can turn it around this Saturday with a win, end the season with a victory, and then you know Mike Houston has a lot of work to do, as he knows already, uh, to turn this uh, ship around. But uh, hopefully that thing will get started to turn around very shortly, uh, and hopefully they can kick it off with a win on Saturday. Yeah, I appreciate it, Brian. Hope you and the family, Bella, have a great uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, let's let's get this thing, get the ship righted. And uh, I know in basketball, we're 
you know, we got some guys out. We'll get those guys back, and we'll get this thing rolling. There you go. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan Robinson, again, Executive Associate AD, Pirate Club Executive Director. We'll take a commercial break right now. We will talk high school football. When you're practicing on Thanksgiving, it's always a good season. We'll check in with Brent Wooten. He is the head coach of Havelock. Later on, Jeff Craddock, he's the head coach at Tarboro. Brent Wooten is up first. Back with more after this. Have you ever seen those exotic aquariums like the guys do in Las Vegas on television? You ever thought about having one of these aquariums in your business? It's more affordable than you think. This is Hal Pruitt with rentafishtank.com. We can make having an aquarium in your business turnkey with no work, cleaning, or hassles for you. Rentafishtank.com creates a relaxing atmosphere and keeps children occupied. Rentafishtank.com already services many dental, pediatric, and doctor offices, plus hospitals and senior living centers. Check us out at rentafishtank.com. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. University Sportswear is your one-stop shop to help promote your business and always provide superior customer service. No matter what apparel you need for your team or customers, University Sportswear can make it happen. Visit UniversitySportswearENC.com for contact information. University Sportswear, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Go Pirates! For the latest from the world of golf, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 for the Golf Shop Radio Show, presented by PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com, the golf capital of the world. Hosts Mark Greenhelch and Matt Blanchard talk golf from tee to green and everything in between. If you like golf, you're going to love Golf Shop Radio. Before you tee up, drop on in. Welcome to the Golf Shop. You've had your new computer a few years now, but lately it's been running super slow, acting strange, and you're worried about viruses and losing data. This is driving me mad! Let the experts at University PC Care in Greenville and Newburn professionally diagnose your Mac or PC to see what's really going on. They'll determine the root cause and not just symptoms, so you don't waste money fixing the wrong issues. Call 252-558-1280 for in-store or remote service, or make an appointment online at universitypccare.com. I'm Donald Stock owner of Pip Marketing Science Print. We are your one-stop shop for just about anything printed. If we're not your go-to printer, please give us a call at 355-1636. We have over 80 five-star Google reviews and want you to be our next more than satisfied and well-pleased customer. Check us out at growitpip.com or stop in to see us at 3185 Mosley Drive in Greenville. Pip where business goes to grow. Are you having a hard time participating in the activities you love due to pain? Well, then you need a good stretch or perhaps a massage. At Bodies and Balance, they offer massage therapy, assisted stretching, and Graston techniques to help provide solutions. With years of experience, the team at Bodies and Balance can create a stretch or massage program that is right for you. Mention Pirate Radio to get your first free stretch and your first massage for only $1 per minute. Call 916-4530 to get on the schedule, or you can visit them online at bodiesandbalance.com. This is Big John Williams, strength and conditioning coach for East Carolina football, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. Hi, welcome back to our show on this Monday. Let's talk a little high school football. A couple of area teams still very much alive in the Chase 4 State Championship. Havelock, the number one seed in the East in 3A play. Record of 13-0. will take on 12 and run Northern Nash. Northern Nash, a 13 seed. Uh, but Northern Nash has had a crazy run through the playoffs so far. Brent Wooten joins us the head coach at Havelock. Coach, first of all, congratulations uh, on making it and being able to practice on Thanksgiving. That's always a big deal, isn't it? Thank you very much. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. Yeah, it's, you know, we always tell the kids, first goal every year is practice on Thanksgiving. It's uh, been a few years since we had that opportunity, so we're, we're thankful for the opportunity, and uh, I think the guys are really excited about it. It beat Rose last week, 20-6 to was the final. Uh, the Rampants played a little tougher than they did the first time against Havelock, but still you guys got a lead early on and, and really were never threatened, were you? Uh, I mean, we we, uh, we got a two-score lead pretty early on. Um, and then LeBron got injured, went down, and uh, he went down with four carries and a touchdown, and he kind of was a big part of our offense. And we had to wait till halftime to kind of make some adjustments, move some people around, and, 
you know, ultimately, uh, you know, our offense did what we needed to do to, to, to keep the score where it was. And defensively, we uh, were shutting them down up until late in the fourth quarter. So, you know, play complimentary football. Offense doesn't need to make any big mistakes. And they did what they need to do to let our defense uh, seal the deal. What's the latest on LeBron? Is he okay? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's doing fine. We're going to, you know, take it slow this week. You know, everybody at this point in years nicked up, bruised, um, especially when you play this many games. Because that means physical teams, a rose physical football team. Uh, and so it's it's you know we're we're just trying to be be careful with with everybody right now, but we're we're going to get after it today and get ready for North Northern Nash. Northern Nash twelve and one on the year in the second round they beat their rival Southern Nash in a great game thirty five thirty two in the third round Northern Nash beat Scotland County forty five forty four scored a late touchdown and then blocked a field goal with the gun so uh, Northern Nash is living dangerously but you got to figure they're twelve and one and they're a good football team. Well, they uh, they won the East last year for the 3A football. They sure did. Here deep in the playoffs again this year. They're well coached by Coach Ferris. They got athletes all over the football field. They got some, some big boys up front on offensive, defensive line. You know, they're here for a reason. Uh, you know, them and Southern Nash could have flipped a coin in both games they played because they're both really good football teams. Uh, but, you know, Northern Nash found a way to win the last two weeks when they needed to, and that's I mean, that's a sign of a really well-coached team and a really prepared team. So we know we're going to have to be ready to go Friday night and, you know, limit our mistakes. We had, you know, 22 penalties last Friday. We're not going to be the team like Northern Nash when we do that. How big is this a play at home this time of year? Oh, it's nice, man, especially this week. Everybody's home from, you know, for, you know, Thanksgiving break and you know, big crowds out here to support the guys. We're going to have a blackout in our student section. So, you know, it's, it's great to have everybody back. Uh, watching, watching these young men play football. Yeah, it's funny because in college, all the you know the students leave and they go to their home. But in high school, you know, all the former, a lot of the former players can come back and, and be around for the holiday weekend and and be there for you on Friday night. That's a big deal too, especially at a school like Havelock with a great you know great history, a great program. Yeah, we've had a couple kids already let us know they're going to be in town this week. A couple kids, you know, have games they can't really make it, but uh, it's 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 really exciting. It's a testament to the history and tradition of this program that you know this many kids and even adults at this point want to come back and be a part of it and still you know follow it week in and week out so it it's definitely a big part of just have like football in general all right when you look at northern nash on tape what do you see i see uh offense that's diverse they got good running backs the quarterback's really good they got three or four guys that can catch the ball and make people miss um and you know they block pretty well up front they run multiple formations, but uh, they, they like to run run right at you if they think they can get right at you. And then if they feel that they need to get to the edge, they got ways to throw it out there to those those big receivers, one and two and 12, and let them make plays. Uh, defensively, they'll switch back and forth between a 3-3 stack and a 4-2-5. But, you know, just like always, you look at Northern Nash, they're always, always got good linebackers. They always got big guys up front. So, I mean, they've got a pretty rich tradition themselves. So it's going to be two quality programs playing Friday night. And, and you should have a big crowd. Obviously, you'll have a big crowd at home for Havelock, but Northern Nash should travel pretty well to Havelock, shouldn't they? Uh, they travel. They travel really well. Um, my mom's from Nash County, and uh, I'll actually be about 10 minutes from Northern Nash Thursday after we have practice for uh, Thanksgiving dinner with my grandmother. So, you know, it's a lot of family ties to the school. My cousin played left tackle for them when they went to the state championship in the early 2000s. So it's, you know, a little bit of family, family – um, a little bit of family arguments going on this week, too, so it's fun. <laughs> I was going to say, you can practice early, then scoot over to Nash County and maybe scout Northern Nash practice and then go have Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be like Michigan. I'm going to let you <laughs> There you go. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get ready for our, ourselves over here and take care of it. <laughs> yeah, not trying to steal some signs or anything like that. Brent Wooten joining us. What's the key, finally, for uh, Havelock to, to have success in round four? Our, our key is to run the ball effectively and stay on uh, stay on schedule. You know, we can't get, get behind the sticks. If we stay on schedule, we're pretty explosive offensively and defensively. Just keep flying to the football and make tackles. Um, their offensive coordinator did a really good job scheming to kind of take your eyes away from where the ball is going. So we got to make sure we're, we're disciplined on defense. And I think if we we stay on schedule offensively and play disciplined football defensively, I think we'll hopefully see a good outcome Friday night. All right, coach. Final thought: What is uh, Brent Wooten thankful for during this Thanksgiving week? I'm thankful for, for my wife and my kids. Uh, you know, my wife you know, coaches volleyball, like I said last week, and she's really, you know, given up a lot of time with our family this year for me to be able to do this, and I, I couldn't do it without her. I'm thankful for our coaching staff. I mean, I, I still put it up against anybody in the state. I think we got one of the best ones in the state that's really helped this transition this year's interim go very smoothly. And, um, you know, thankful for our players. I mean, they put in a lot of effort all year. 
and, and we couldn't do it without him. So it's it's a lot to be thankful for around here right now. And you most certainly have a great coaching staff. Caleb King is your offensive coordinator, your brother Allen with the defense, and you running the show as the head football coach. Coach, thanks so much uh, for joining us today. Best of luck coming up on Friday night against Northern Nash. And uh, we're trying to get down there maybe Friday night to go live before your game. So we'll, we'll contact you and set that thing up. But we'd like to do that and uh, have complete coverage of your game against Northern Nash and Tarboro against East Bladen as you guys battle for uh, spots in the Eastern Finals. We love the support. Come on down here if you can. All right, will do. Brent Wooten, the head coach at Havelock. We'll take another commercial break. Back with more. Charles Jeff Craddock joins us on this Monday edition of the Brian Bailey Show during Thanksgiving week after this. House is Eastern North Carolina's premier American-styled restaurant and bar, and there's always something special happening at the Rick House. Join us for lunch. It's our two-for-20 lunch special during the week, and it's the perfect spot for that lunch business meeting. The Rick House celebrates the last Thursday of every month with a special wine tasting, and our buffet brunch is to die for. Follow the Rick House on Facebook for the latest schedule. The Rick House, American Provisions and Spirits, 710 Red Banks Road beside the bowling alley in Greenville. The Rick House. This is John Gale. Gavigan with the Gavigan Agency. Our top priority is doing what is best for our members. Whether you are buying a new vehicle, a new home, protecting your family with life insurance, or filing a claim, our agency will be there every step of the way. Our goal is to become a trusted advisor for you and your family for all of your personal and commercial insurance needs. Give us a call in Greenville at 756-1400 for a car, home, business, or life insurance quote today. And give us the opportunity to show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. East Coast Grading and Utilities is your source for clearing, hauling dirt, and concrete work. East Coast Grading and Utilities handles all sewer and water issues as well. I'm David Vaughn. Whether you're putting in a new subdivision or helping you with any and all of your drainage problems, I can get the job done. Call me at 531-7494. No job is too big or too small. East Coast Grading and Utilities. Friends helping friends. 531-7494. For East Coast Grading and and utilities the best burgers around everyone loves a thick juicy and fresh burger tiebreakers in greenville plus the all-new tiebreakers in winterville do real burgers better than anybody so don't just go to any burger themed restaurant chain it's time to break the chain and eat local tiebreakers real burgers at its best Save a load on a new John Deere compact utility tractor and loader from Quality Equipment. It's never been easier to get the best brand on the market at an unbeatable cash price or with great financing at our lowest ever monthly payment. Now is the time to get that tractor package you've been dreaming of to get your next job done right. Stop by one of our 36 locations in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia or visit us online at qualityequip.com. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. This is Jay from Villa Verde inviting you to come by and try one of our amazing empanadas. Our famous red snappers, grouper bites, seafood paella, Cuban sandwiches, and much, much more. Relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or a cold beer while enjoying one of our out-of-this-world desserts, like our rum pineapple cake or our famous stress ledges. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. This is Josh Moylan, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. Hi, welcome back on this Monday. It's Thanksgiving week, and if you're practicing on Thanksgiving, it's a big deal. And a team that seems to always practice on Thanksgiving, the Tarboro Vikings. Their head coach, Jeff Craddock, joins us now. Tarboro 11-0, taking on the 13-seed East Bladen. East Bladen at 8-5 and on the season. Coach, happy Thanksgiving week to you. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's supposed to be big time. I think it's, what, two weeks for the row? I tell you what, you keep winning, we'll keep having you on, that's for sure. <laughs> when, when you look at East Bladen, they're 8-5 and five on the year. They're next up as a Tarboro opponent uh, in the playoffs. They beat North Edgecombe 57-14, beat Northside 25-18 in a good game, and then beat Rosewood. So they've been on a roll. Uh, they struggled early, came into the playoffs, I guess, at 5-5, five and five, if my math's correct. But what do you look for in East Bladen? 
Well, uh, that number 13 beside their name is rather deceiving because they will be as far as the best team we've played in the playoffs. Uh, no disrespect to the other two teams, but they are a very physical football team. They've got one of the best running backs uh, I've seen in a long time. The young man's number 23, goes around 5'10", 235. It's like uh, a bowling ball with knives trying to tackle that dude. Um, very, very physical. He has great speed. Um, so they have great skilled players. Number 34 is a good running back. Number eight is a really good receiver. They like to throw the ball to. But they are not fancy. I, their, their head coach is doing such a great job down there. Um, they're going to run their double-tight wishbone, uh, an offense I know well. Uh, they're going to break and do the wing tee, and then they're going to come out and do some eye. But they're going to do exactly what they do, which is they're going to come straight at you downhill, and you got to man up to stop them. How hard is that when you know exactly what's coming and you try to prepare for that during the week? But but is that difficult? Well, it's not difficult to prepare for because, okay, guys, this is what you're going to see. The deflating part is just like you said. Let's say, okay, we know ISO C is getting ready to come, and my linebacker would get up in there, and they still get three or four yards. You know, so many people you can put in the gap, right? So um, that's what we like to do to people. You know, we like, okay, well, this is Barbara C. Everybody knows what we're doing. It's a different thing to stop it you know, all the time. And they don't do as much misdirection as we do occasionally, but they are just a power football team. So, uh, you know, we just got to get physical. We got to have a great week. And come Friday, well, we got to be ready to play. How rewarding is it for you? And you've done it for years and years. But when you're in that Tarboro tee and you run that misdirection and that fullback, you know, just breaks through and everybody's looking around and trying to see where the ball is and the fullback's 30 yards down the field. Well, it's fantastic. You know, Coach Reams. A long time running back coach uh, does a fantastic job preaching fundamentals. You know, Coach Reese Knight does it same thing. Coach Babb, those three years over there every day with these running backs, and you hear them all the time. You know, fake, 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 fake. You, you never know that one time. You know where either you're faking and you do or don't have the ball. But you know, you, you're you know, my halfbacks got their attention. You know, on the the linebackers. Also, like you said, boom, there goes that fullback, and everybody's looking, nobody even knew he had the football. So. When you're dealing with kids, you know, you got to preach unselfish characteristics. You got to block for each other. You got to fake for each other because, you know, we got we got three backs. We're almost um, all at 1,000 yards for a year, which would be the first time in my career. So we're doing a good job of getting some balance out of our running backs, all of them. Yeah, I would say that's one of the tough parts because there's only one football to go around, but you have to, you have to preach unselfish play from day one of camp, don't you? Absolutely. And, you know, these kids, I can preach, and I've been preaching it for 20 years as the head coach, and it doesn't matter. These kids are still fresh faces. They're 14, 15, 16 years old, you know, and they're used to, you know, getting the ball a lot, even though they're in our system in middle school and, and JV, but sometimes they shine a little bit more. And then we come up to the varsity, we try to make it so balanced because we don't want the opponents, you know, picking up tendencies of ours. And, you know, you, you always got to have these behind closed doors meetings with the kids, but you have to understand you're dealing with, you know, young kids and um, just be patient with them and try to give them the rock when you can. And, uh, you know, uh, we just preach, listen, you know, just don't care who gets the credit. We're just here to win football games, be the best team that we can be. Everybody will get plenty of recognition if that happens. How big is it to be playing at home this time of year? Well, we love playing at home. Obviously, we've been blessed a long time. Um, I think the last road playoff game besides state title games was when we went to Wallace, I think, in 2017. So I think since then, we've been fortunate enough to be the number one seed, and everybody's had to come to Tarboro to play. And I know we've, we've made the trip to East Lake now in 2009. That's, that's a haul. Uh, they came to us in 2010. So it's, a, it's about a 2.15 drive, maybe two-and-a-half-hour drive. So we'll let them do the driving. We'll stay here, and uh, we'll rest a little bit. But I know they're going to get off that bus ready to play football. That much I know. What are your plans on Thanksgiving? Do you guys practice early and then let the guys go for uh, for their families for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we do. We have a little tradition called the, the Tarboro Turkey Trot. So we're up here at the film room at 8.30 in the morning. I get them an Abrams biscuit and a drink. And so uh, we all have a, a – a bite to eat together, and then we'll go out to the game field, and we do about a, not too long, 30 to 45-minute walkthrough. And for those young men that are late, 
uh, what we do is we get in a big circle in the middle of our football field, and they get to get down like a turkey, and they get to flap their wings and do what they they get to shuffle <laughs> like a turkey. So we call it the turkey trot. Everybody gets their cell phones out, right? So we're all filming it, and it all gets out there on social media. So we have a little fun with them that way. And then, yeah, we send them home, and uh, we'll bring them back Friday afternoon, probably around 3. I uh, do the same thing. We'll do another film study and do a pregame meal and start taping up and doing our little pregame uh, ritual. Hi, right, finally, before we let you go, how about an update on Omarion Lewis, who's headed to East Carolina next year? Yeah, Omarion is having a great, great year for us. He, he made an incredible interception uh, last Friday. Unfortunately, we had a breakdown on somewhere else of our defense, and he was the safety. And I thought for sure it was going to be about a 50-yard touchdown pass. And I'll be that gone. He didn't stretch all the way over there and get an interception for us in the end zone. That was early in the game, so it kind of gave us early momentum. But uh, he's having a fantastic year. The, the Pirate fans are going to love the kid. He's a great young man. Uh, got a beautiful smile. He just loves the game of football. Um, he's not going to cause any problems. He loves lifting, and he's just a great, great athlete. So he's leaving me in January, so I get to hang out with him here for a couple more weeks. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him play at the next level and uh, becoming a, a big-time Pirate fan moving forward. I always root for my boys. So um, Coach Houston, I think, is doing a great job. I know this year's been a little tough, but uh, everybody be patient. He's a great man. he got a great staff, and – Everything's going to be okay in, in, in pirate land. Very well said, Jeff Craddock. And I tell you, after the, the, the season they've had, they needed some positive news. So thank you for that. Best of luck to the Tarboro Vikings coming up on Friday. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Coach, and thanks so much for joining us today. All right, Brian, always a pleasure. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Have a great week. All right, you too. Jeff Craddock, the head coach at Tarboro. We'll take our final break, then we'll wrap up this edition of the Brian Bailey Show on this Thanksgiving week right after this. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in Uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. Turkey, ham bacon. These and other meats are great around the holidays and every other day, but they all leave behind grease when you cook them. And grease is a real pain in the drain. When you pour grease down a drain, it cools and can clog sewer lines. That can lead to sewer spills, which are messy, bad for the environment, and can also be expensive. Never pour grease down the drain. Instead, collect it in a container like a used soup can or jar. Let it cool and throw it away in the trash. Together, we can protect our sewer system and the environment. For more information, go to GUC.com. Do you want to go to the next ECU home game for free? Well, stop by Greenville Auto World and register to win tickets to see the Pirates play. Greenville Auto World has supported the Pirates for 47 years and will be drawing for free ticket winners weekly. Need an oil change or new tires? Remember Greenville Auto World for all of your vehicle service needs. And if you're shopping for something new, visit driveherenow.com for the best selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Greenville Auto World, Pirates supporting Pirates. Hey, Miles, isn't it amazing to think our family has been distributing soft drinks since 1923? It certainly is, Landon. And with that comes a lot of change. But what hasn't changed is our dedication and commitment to our customers. I'm Miles Menges. And I'm Landon Menges with Menges Bottling Group. Our family has taken great pride in refreshing our neighbors, and we are proud to have remained locally owned and operated for over a century. From our family to yours, we say thank you and are honored to be a part of this wonderful community. Here's to 100 as we celebrate our employees and our customers all over East North Carolina. From generations before us and to future generations. Cheers to the next 100 years. Cheers to the next 100 years.
Hi Pirates, this is Holden Aylers. As I enter in a new season of life, it is still important to have a great team behind me. Whether you're going away to school for the first time, getting married, starting a family, or planning for your golden years, the choices can seem overwhelming and confusing. Let the team at Buck Insurance Agency make it easy as you enter into your next season. They have been helping people just like us for over 30 years. Give the Buck Insurance Agency a call today at 877-357-1966. Go Pirates! Hey everybody, this is David Glenn, and you're listening to my favorite station in eastern North Carolina, Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, wrapping up this edition of The Brian Bailey Show, I want to thank Ryan Robinson, Executive Associate AD, Pirate Club Executive Director at East Carolina. I want to thank Brent Wooten, the head coach at Havelock High School, and Jeff Craddock, the head coach at Charborough. Uh, coming up on Friday night, East Bladen at Charborough. If you get a chance to support some of these local high school teams, it's a little bit of a trip from Greenville, but still some great football to be played on Friday if you have people coming in for Thanksgiving got to get out of the house with all the relatives so go see a high school football game Northern Nash at Havelock uh, two of the uh, closest games coming on Wilson Prep on the fringe of our area playing at West Columbus that's the other half of the 1A East bracket Nash Central in 2A play t- plays the top seed the Clinton Dark Horses coming up Northeastern from Elizabeth City also at home as a two seed playing host to the Wolfpack of Whiteville that is our show for this Thanksgiving Monday have yourself a great sports week a great thanksgiving and we'll see you back here next week on the brian bailey show this has been the brian bailey show Powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostic Sug, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Pepsi, The Rick House, Taft Taft and Hagler, and Tiebreakers. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio, 